Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Greetings, and I'm so glad that you tuned our way today for the Bible Speaks, our weekly broadcast that is entitled for now, Strange Justice our way of describing some of the teachings in the Book of Romans. Last week, we took time off to introduce to you our director of Harvest International, and Donnie Thomas shared with us uh, something of the ministry of Harvest International, both here at home and abroad. If you missed that broadcast, you remember you can pick it up and all our previous programs at our website, harvestinternational.com. Dot org. That's harvestinternational.org. And I encourage you to pray for our missionary enterprise and our missionary families, which are scattered through 11 countries around the world. It's our favorite, fervent belief that God does move in response to the prayers of his people. Jesus prayed and taught his disciples to pray. The Apostle Paul prayed. The early church prayed. In fact, the church was launched, you remember, from a Holy Ghost-filled prayer meeting there in the city of Jerusalem. I'll tell you this, if for some strange reason I had to choose between a ministry of prayer and a ministry of preaching the gospel, I would choose prayer. Despite the fact that I love preaching and I love to preach the gospel of God's saving grace, brothers and sisters, we need to pray. Do pray for us as we seek to pray for you. Share your prayer needs with us. The Apostle Paul prayed for the churches and the churches he asked them to pray for him. We are no better than they. We are no higher than they. We have the privilege and we ought to use it frequently, use it effectively. In fact, let's join in prayer right now. Lord our God, we come to you through the medium of prayer. And your word tells us we can come boldly to the throne of grace and there we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Lord, there are listening to our voice today multitudes of people who have needs, spiritual, material, physical, financial, psychological. Lord, meet those people in this moment of need. We join them in petition before your throne. And Lord, we ask you to make this broadcast a blessing to each one who listens and bless the speaker and the hearers alike in the name of Jesus, our great intercessor. Prior to our missions break, which we took last week, we were working on the eighth chapter of Romans. There we have spoken about the fact that the Holy Spirit is greatly emphasized The term Holy Spirit is mentioned 20 times in this 8th chapter of Romans, as compared to twice only 
in the preceding seven chapters. Here in this chapter, eighth chapter of Romans, we want to emphasize the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And don't misunderstand me, the person and work of God the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Divine Trinity, are abundant throughout the entire Bible. For God the Holy Spirit was there at the very creation in Genesis chapter 1. And his work and ministry are spoken of throughout Old Testament and New Testament. Here in the New Testament, the Gospel of John and the book of Acts have a great deal to say about the action and the work and the ministry and his ministry to the church, in the church, and for the church is spoken of throughout all the New Testament epistles. God is at work in our lives, and his work in our lives is through the Holy Spirit. Let me pause for a moment to respond to the question that you are asking in your heart right now. How does this relate to me? How do I become involved? How do I consider myself included in this work of the Holy Spirit? My friend, there is no intellectual answer to what you are seeking and what you are experiencing right now. At this very moment, God the Holy Spirit is tugging at your heart and he's calling out to you. The fear, the guilt you feel, the anxiety, the uncertainty is not just some emotional overload or outburst. It is God at work by his Holy Spirit calling you, beckoning to you. Make it personal. Make it yours. Make it real. In fact, in fact, one of the passages in John's Gospel, of which I just made some reference, Jesus had this to say. And when he has come, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. My friend, there was a January evening many, many years ago when I was where you are. I said yes. I said yes to the call of God the Holy Spirit. I didn't know then that there was the Holy Spirit prompting me to respond, but I did. I admitted being a sinner and I asked Jesus to come into my heart and life, to save me, to make me his own. He did, and life has never been the same. You can begin life anew right now. You can begin a new experience with God right where you are. Jesus wants you to come. Jesus invites you to come. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The peace of God, the rest of God, becomes yours once you respond. This is part of the miracle of this strange justice that we've been grappling with for the past several weeks. It is there that Almighty God stoops to save a sinner by his grace. He takes a lost, hell-bound human being, and by grace through faith, he makes of him or of her a new creature in Christ, and he or she becomes a sinner saved by grace. In addition, in addition, God guarantees you a home in heaven. All of this divine work is done by grace through the agency of the Holy Spirit based upon the sacrificial death of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one whose blood atones for our sins. In this eighth chapter where the Holy Spirit is mentioned 20 times, there are several specific functions that he performs. Each of them is important to you. Each of them is important to me. Let's take a moment 
and look a little more closely at one or two of these specific functions. And that would be our look at strange justice for this week. When Jesus was discussing salvation with Nicodemus, for example, he told him that without being born again, he could not enter the kingdom of God. He then tells Nicodemus that this new experience of being born again is the work of God the Holy Spirit. And now here in this 8th chapter in verse 2, we see that the law of the Spirit sets us free from the law of sin and death, the law of the Holy Spirit working on our behalf. In other words, by the Holy Spirit we are transported from a darkness, from a kingdom of darkness, a kingdom of sin, where death reigned over us, and we've been placed into a kingdom of life, and life, and liberty in Christ Jesus. This, my friend, is the work of God the Holy Spirit. I think you feel like saying, yes, praise God. If you feel like shouting, shout. If you feel like saying glory to God, go ahead and do it, because this is a glorious moment. It's a moment for amen and praise the Lord and all the other shouts you want to make. In John 16, we see where Jesus said to the whole, said that the Holy Spirit would be our helper. Here in Romans 8 again, verse 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Jesus also said that the Holy Spirit would take the things that were his, Jesus Christ, and he would make them available to you. Jesus says these words in John's Gospel 16, they are recorded for us in verse 15. All that belongs to the Father is mine, Jesus says. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So, my friend, you see, the Holy Spirit is to be our teacher. He is the one to reveal the things of God to us. Romans 8.27 says this, And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Strange justice, great justice from God, great salvation, great redemption, marvelous work of divine grace. Aren't you glad that Romans 8 is in the Bible and that you are included if you've come to know Christ as Savior? The strategic work of the Holy Spirit in Romans 8 is for the glory of the Father and the Son and the rich blessing of the believer. The Spirit's mission and the Spirit's movements are also to mark us out as belonging to Jesus Christ. It is thus that we will be identified when the Savior comes again, when the great shout is made, and the dead in Christ are raised, and we which are alive and remain are caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. The Holy Spirit in us is a mark that Jesus looks for to rapture the church. And by the way, it will be the work of the Holy Spirit who marks us out as belonging to him throughout the countless ages of eternity. Are you marked out as belonging to God? Are you a member of this great family of God through faith in Jesus? Jesus promised the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit indwells every believer. 
The Holy Spirit also empowers the believer for service. Jesus said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts. My friend, God the Holy Spirit is at work in the church today, and he wants you to take advantage of this indwelling and be filled with the Spirit, be loaded with the Spirit, and move out in the Spirit and become a witness for the Christ of God. The world is yet to see what God can do through one man, one woman, one boy, one girl, fully surrendered to him. Oh, may the Holy Spirit of God at work in your life today draw you into an intricate love relationship with God and into service for him. Friend, if this is not your experience, if you don't know Jesus, right now, pray with me. Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner. I thank you for having come and died and rose again. Oh, cleanse me today and make me one of your holy children by the indwelling of your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My friend, let me remind you that these broadcasts are brought to you by the generosity of people who care. I would like to include you in this blessing. Will you become a partner with us as we seek to take the gospel around the world? God bless you till next week, same time. This is Orly McLean, praying God's very best for you. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Come in home. Come in.